This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and this is episode number two. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me. All right. Are you ready for the download? You are feeding my reading addiction and thank you, thank you so much. Let's suck out all this positive psychology and actionable advice from our next book in this podcast. We are featuring Learned Optimism, which is by Martin Seligman and he is the father of positive psychology. So if you are interested in the field of positive psychology, he is the go-to person Every single one of his books, definitely a much a, a must read. Anyway, he is fantastic, and I do recommend that you research him and delve into it. This was a really tough book for me to highlight in that it has so much awesome content and so many uh, re- references to studies and clinical research and just phenomenal. So you probably want to, yeah, get the summary from me today. But you may eventually, when you have time, uh, delve a little deeper into his work because uh, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. And it really does, su- everything that he says is supported by a science and clinical research. And it's just, you can basically know that his message has so much credibility behind it. All right. Are you ready for the download? Here we go. We are learning about learned optimism and it sounds just like it is. We can change our mind and therefore we can change our life life. And he is basically telling us that all we need to do is interrupt our normal pattern of thinking and our normal explanatory style so that we can effectively learn optimism. Uh, So optimism comes with all these benefits. And throughout his book, he refers to numerous studies that show that optimism affects our health. It affects uh, our Um, level of achievement. It affects our level of success. It affects um, everything. So uh, being optimistic or looking looking at your life in an optimistic way actually has so many benefits and it has uh, so many um, reasons why it is you want to take that approach of, of an optimistic point of view versus a pessimistic point of view. So let's really delve in. So what he did and what he talked about is that life inflicts the same setbacks on optimists and on pessimists. Uh, but optimists seem to weather the the setbacks a little better. And all the studies and all the research that he shows back this up. And it's, it's advantageous to have an optimistic way of seeing life. So optimists You've heard of that expression, right? Optimist versus pessimist. Um, Sometimes people think that it's actually like it's an ingrained personality trait. Like you're either a pessimist or you're an optimist. Like there's no two ways about it. That's just the way it is. But what what he's saying is it's actually um, there 
it's a habit of thinking. Like it's actually a way that we have created that we're thinking in. And that's what's making us view things more optimistically or view things more pessimistically. And through kind of interrupting that pattern of thinking, we can therefore change to be more optimistic, that we have a choice. So an optimistic person looks at things as if the defeat or the setback is just temporary and that um, that it's kind of outside of us. It's like we don't internalize it. When you're an optimist, you kind of like, oh, it's like a temporary setback and that it's confined to that one situation. And as a pessimist, usually you look at a bad event as it it's 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 going to last long. It's um, it undermines everything that you do, and that it's your own fault, and that it's you know. So it kind of takes over your whole life, and it's universal. Um, so that's what he talks about in his book, in the two ways of looking at life. And then he goes into the whole thing that pessimism is escapable, and it's advantageous to escape a, pessimi- a pessimistic view of the world. Um, so you can learn to be an optimist. And he also showed that you can learn optimism, you can measure optimism, you can teach it. So this is powerful when it comes to us in our lives, and the fact that we can actually shift our thinking so that we, and we have choice around that so that we can actually make our life feel better. And we can, if, um, when we learn optimism, it shows, uh, it can literally halt depression. It can affects, it affects our immune system. So we know that there's so many benefits and, uh, reasons why we would want to choose a more optimistic explanatory style. So let's delve into that explanatory style. So he talked about that in his book quite a bit. And what that is, is it's how you how you think and how you explain the world to yourself. So for example, you know, if you were to say, say you're on a diet and you say diets don't work or diets never work, that's a very permanent, universal, hopeless statement. Um, Whereas if you explain uh, it a little differently, like say you were to say diets diets don't work for me while I'm on vacation. That That is a more optimistic explanatory style because it's temporary and it's a little more specific to uh, the event. And it's also hopeful that, you know, a diet might work other times, just not on my vacation. <laughs> and it's external. So it's the vacation isn't me. The diets are working because of me. It's because I'm on vacation. And so you can see the difference in explanatory styles. So I invite you to kind of really listen to how you explain the world to yourself. And uh, Martin Seligman really emphasizes on paying attention to how you explain the world and how you explain setbacks to yourself. So if you were to think about something or a setback or a challenge that happens into your life, how did you explain that life or or how did you explain that event rather? So write it down, like actually really um, look at that event in your explanatory style. So another example of this explanatory style would be um, kind of looking more in depth on it is like, for example, say someone says, oh my gosh, um, you know, men suck. Uh, That's a very permanent, uh, universal, all-encompassing, hopeless statement. Um, 
that doesn't serve us well. You can tell a feeling around that is terrible. So a shift in your language or a shift in your explanatory style might be, um, well, my husband was in a bad mood and his blood sugar levels were low. You can see how saying it that way allows you to be, it's a little more temporary, so it's not all the time. It's a little more specific to the what's going on, and it actually allows for hope that it's going to get better. And it's external, like, you know, it's, it's because his blood sugar levels are low and he's really tired or he's just in a bad mood. Um, you can see how those two different explanatory styles make a big difference in in how you feel and how you experience your world. So that's so interesting. So knowing that we have control over that, so learned optimism, we want to learn to be more optimistic because the way of looking at life that's optimistic has a tendency to have a better effect on our health, on our immune system, on our levels of happiness and uh, our levels of achievement. And yeah, so we want to... um, it's advantageous for us to learn more optimism and be more optimistic and catch ourselves when we're in a pessimistic sort of thinking pattern. So then he all goes into the how we explain the world to ourselves with explanatory styles. But then here comes the fun part. It's the actionable advice, these nuggets that we can do to take action to really apply this learning. So what it is, is he recommend doing the ABC model. And he actually added a D, which is disputation. So ABC stands for adversity, belief, consequences. So an adversity might be someone, you know, pulls their car in front and parks in a parking spot that you wanted. And then B would be the belief or what you think about that event. And you would insert that. So think about how would you feel if someone, you know, pulled in front and parked in the parking spot. So the belief and the story that you tell yourself is very important because that determines the consequence. So it doesn't just, it doesn't just have the adversity where the car pulls in and takes your spot that you wanted. Um, and then it goes straight to consequence. You get angry. There's a belief in the middle. There's something that happened in your thinking that caused the reaction or the consequence of that adversity. So that is so cool, isn't it? So if we change the belief or we challenge that belief, or we really look at the belief, then we can see how the outcome would be different. For example, if the, the adversity happens, the car parked in the spot that you wanted, the belief could be, well, you know, recognize that that person maybe needed a closer closer parking spot, um, that it was hard for them to walk, or maybe they're a little bit older and they need that spot. So then you can see the consequence of it. You would just not really be angry in that situation. Um, and you would go and find a parking spot. <laughs> so it's kind of neat how you can go into this and kind of write the ABC model and then take it one step further, kind of dispute. He calls it the disputation prime technique where you go in and you can, um, break it down, almost take your thoughts to court. You redeploy your attention onto something a little different and you look at it and you change the story uh, for yourself. So that, I think that's kind of neat. I think that's a cool way of looking at things. And I think that you can do that, adding that ABCD model and look at things a little different. So to summarize everything, let's look. So learned optimism can be learned and we can look at the ways that we think about life so we can look at life in two ways optimistic or pessimistic it's up to us to choose 
And so if we choose that we want to be more optimistic, then we can delve in and look at our explanatory stars. How are we explaining the challenges and the setbacks in our lives to ourselves? Then we can go and we can change it. We can actually dispute. We can take our thinking to court. But Martin Seligman suggests that you do this before adversity strikes or before. So don't wait till it strikes. Actually go through that ABC model and really see how you can adjust it and make it work so that you can explain things in a different manner. Well, I hope that's helpful, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, It's such a great book. I do recommend it. There's lots of usable nuggets that you can bring into your life. And that's it. Thank you so much. Make sure you like and you subscribe. Um, And also, if you can write a feedback, any feedback would be great. Any um, reviews are fantastic. It always helps. And thank you again. Have a beautiful, wonderful, optimistic day. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadal.com, where I take all these books, I highlight, summarize, teach, and coach the concepts in my unconventional book club. You can also take the Sunshine of Wellbeing quiz and find out just how bright you're shining. Be sure to review, subscribe, and share this podcast. We really appreciate your support. Together, we can be a catalyst for positivity.